This is episode two of the For the Kingdom, Not the Brand podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the S word, singleness, and how it really is a blessing. I know many of y'all listening will benefit from this, so let's do this. Welcome to this episode of the For the Kingdom, Not the Brand podcast. Because of the lovely people at Anchor, you can find this podcast on wherever you usually get podcasts. But as of right now, this podcast is only available on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, and Google Podcast. I'm your host, Atticus Wynn. You can follow that podcast Instagram page at fdknTB.podcast. Or if you want to follow my personal social media accounts, my Instagram is at atticus.nguyen. That is Atticus.win, and my Snapchat is at Atticus underscore win, where you'll find devotionals, videos, and verses on my story. If you have any questions to be submitted for a future Q&A episode or for the single question segment at the end of each episode, you can email me at fdk.ntb at gmail.com. You can also find this information on this podcast Instagram page. Lastly, if you want to send a question in the form of an audio message to be featured in the next episode, go to my page on Anchor at www.anchor.fm forward slash FDKNTB, where you'll find a link to send one. I am going to start off this episode with some disclaimers. Um, no, this episode will not contain any explicit information. Um, as always, it's just that I know the way of singleness well is because my attempts at initiating any kind of romance have been a dumpster fire to the highest level. And to my friends listening in, a lot of them know that I've been rejected five times and twice for the same girl in the same time frame of a year. Like I said, it's a dumpster fire, and I'd be the first one to admit it. My, my other disclaimer in this episode is that the desire to pair up with someone of the opposite gender for the rest of your life isn't a bad thing. God designed marriage and all of its qualities for a reason, but there's a point where the desire to get into a romantic relationship becomes an idol, and God doesn't want that for you. As awful as it might sound, God might want you to be a bachelor bachelorette for the rest of your life, and that's okay. Marriage, having kids, and having a happy marriage with someone isn't a requirement to be saved. And hopefully you made that choice to accept that, like me, sometime in the past. And going back to singleness, it has its own advantages. You have more time to do what you want to do. And trust me, a romantic relationship is far from its depictions on social media or Hollywood. Because it requires time, patience, and actual communication to make it work. And many of us, including me aren't truly ready to enter a serious relationship that will end up in marriage. I remember one thing a good friend of mine told me once in a Bible study. His name's Daniel, and he said that the cross is both vertical and horizontal. We need to focus on our relationship with the things that are above before we can ever reach or focus towards the ones that are level or horizontal. Hopefully that point made sense. Anyways, accepting singleness in your life isn't easy. And Jesus talks about singleness and marriage in the book of Matthew when he was confronted by a bunch of the Pharisees over the issue of divorce. In chapter 19 of Matthew, verses 8 through 12, it says, Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard, but it was not this way from the beginning. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality and marries another woman, commits adultery. And the, and the disciples said to him, if this is the situation between a husband and a wife, it is better not to marry. Jesus replied, not everyone can accept this word, but only those to whom it has been given. For there are eunuchs who were born that way, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by others. And there are those who choose to live life like eunuchs. 
for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who, who can accept this should accept it. As I said before, marriage is hard and it comes with certain rules. It says that the only reason a man should divorce his wife is that sexual immorality is involved. However, that's not my primary focus of this podcast episode. You can look at verses 11 through 12 after some of the disciples say that it is better to not marry if marriage commitments are that strict. Jesus says that those who are eunuchs, whether they were born that way, made that way sometime later, or that way for the sake of the kingdom, they should accept singleness and the commitments required of marriage. And if you don't know what a eunuch is, it's a dude that doesn't doesn't or can't have kids anymore. And, and I'll leave it at that. You're, you're most likely going to learn that from AP World History in case you're still in high school. <laughs> Moving on, Paul begins to talk about singleness in 1 Corinthians 7. He puts it pretty bluntly in verse 8 of that chapter. He says, Now it is to the married and the widows I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. He doesn't expand on that point until later in the chapter, in verse 32, where he says, I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. I said earlier that as a single person, you have more time to take care of your other commitments. And as a Christian, we are committed to serving the Lord, our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and unbelievers. Under marriage, we as guys are concerned about making sure our respective wife is cared for. While it's vice versa for gals listening into this, you'll be concerned about caring for your husband. In verse 35. Paul makes a pivotal disclaimer. He is not writing this letter to the followers of Christ in Corinth to prevent them from being married, but to inform them. Uh, the latter half of the verse says that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. Marriage will come with the danger of making our spouse an idol. And we as single Christians have to recognize that risk. It says in Psalm 146, Verse 3, do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. Yet once we look away from the commitment that is marriage back towards the gift of singleness, we release, sorry, realize the amount of freedom that we have to serve the Lord single-handedly. And during online school in the latter half of my senior year, I came across a bunch of sermons by Pastor Ben Stewart of now Passion City Church in D.C. about singleness. He had plenty of stories of people he knew who impacted the world or their communities as single Christians. And they had the freedom of time offered by that. He also made an interesting point in one of his sermons. We as people do not need a person to quote unquote complete us. We're made to, we are made complete already in God's image. And if we're not complete without a spouse, then one could argue that Jesus was incomplete his entire life as single Christian you can serve your community more often and in more dangerous ways to spread the gospel. Meanwhile, a married Christian might have to worry about his or her own family worrying about them. Yet singleness does have its own risks. Those who are listening in might be wondering, what in the world are you talking about? When you're single, you can do whatever you want. You got more time on your hands. What's better than that? Well, thank you for wondering. When you're single, you'll be tempted to waste your time Doing nonsense. I'm not trying to sound like a parent who doesn't understand video games or any form of modern entertainment. I don't have anything against them. 
I just can't play him as often anymore for various reasons. And as a single Christian for almost two years now, I wasted countless hours saving online fantasy worlds while communicating with dudes in those games I barely even knew. When instead, I could have done something in my community or strengthened my relationship with Christ. And that helps me move on to my next point the benefits of using your time wisely. As a single Christian with undivided attention to the Lord, you can do amazing things to better your community. You can volunteer at church, hospitals, food banks, minister to kids, provide counseling to your brothers and sisters in Christ, or serve overseas like I stated before. In that same Ben Stewart message that I mentioned earlier, he lets his congregation know that as you're running after Christ as fast as you can and loving others, you might run into someone else running at the same pace, and you guys might begin a relationship together, knowing that God is the foundation and priority of the relationship. Until then, Know that you are being transformed every day by God and you are exactly where he wants and needs you to be because he has a plan for you full of hope and joy. As always, before I sign off, I'm going to pray for you guys. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. I want to thank you for the listener on the other end of this podcast. Lift our focus towards you instead of the worldly things that constantly cloud our minds and hearts. We thank you for the countless blessings in our lives that we don't deserve. If the person listening to this podcast is a fellow single Christian like me, let them use their time wisely to expand the kingdom of God and let them experience the joy and fulfillment that it brings. We love you, your glorious son, and your ever-present Holy Spirit in our hearts. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening into this episode of the For the Kingdom, Not the Brand podcast. This episode couldn't be possible without the amazing support from my brothers and sisters in Christ that I also call friends. And it definitely wouldn't be possible without the amazing God that transformed my identity and life from an insensitive class clown with a sailor mouth to a disciple of Christ. Tune into the next episode where we cover the bookshelf analogy story, and it's a long one. And remember, we as believers live for the kingdom, not the brand.